what is up guys welcome back to another episode of the stoner thoughts podcast here on spotify sorry i've been away for a few days a lot of people know it's the last like coachella weekend no i didn't get to go yes i can see the lasers from my house quite literally like i'm looking at them a little while ago i'm gonna post a clip on twitter later so if you guys aren't following me on twitter make sure to go follow me on twitter my twitter is going to be let's double check at podcast underscore stoner all one word there it is so anyways it's the last weekend of coachella i finally picked up a new job over here at the local uh i can't say the brand name but convenience store so that's been a fun like fun weekend working over there and then i quit the job at the restaurant i quit the job at the restaurant because I was working two jobs, and as a lot of people who've been listening for a while know, I have a newborn baby at home, and the biggest problem for me was, like, not being home, and my wife and I sat down, we talked about it and everything like that, and, like, okay, I can still see the lasers from Coachella, lovely, and the important part was, like, staying home and having, like, the ability to spend time with my family, thanks to the podcast, thanks to this other job, I finally have the opportunity to do that. And it feels really nice being able to take more time, like, for home instead of just work, 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 work. Because I tell you, this weekend, I was burnt out. It was putting a lot of, like, not stress on me, like, mentally. Because mentally, I was pretty cool with everything happening. But, like, physically, I couldn't get over it. I literally, like, could not make myself get up one day. Like, I, I, I was so tired. Like, I dr- literally rolled out of bed, dragged myself off of my bed, grabbed a cup of coffee, drank, like, three cups of coffee just to, like, finally make my body have the energy to, like, sustain itself for a little while. And then at work, I drank three Monsters. I drank three Monsters, ate, like, some junk food, and, like, I, I, I quit my job that night because I realized it was too much physically on me and like on our relation on my relationship that I was still am in by the way (laughs) like not relationship I was in the relationship I am in and what it can now have like the time and the opportunity to kind of turn into like give me a chance to like spend more time with the family be home a little bit more be able to do more like the things that I really want to do with like my wife and kids so that's a good feeling And, like, in the moment, the decision I know felt, like, rushed. And it was like, okay, I need to do something now. And that was that last-minute decision that I made. That is probably going to be the thing that benefits me the most. And so, that's been my week. Quit my job. Happily spending time with the family. Kind of just, like, taking a few days to let it all sort of soak in. So I know I missed recording a 420 episode this year. So this is the first time I believe in three years that I've missed recording on 420. And it was because I really, I didn't get a chance to celebrate this year. I got off of one job and had to go straight into another. Like I I didn't get to really smoke this year, but working at 7-Eleven late at night, man, I can tell you the number of stoners that came into that store that night was out fucking like out of pocket that and it was Coachella weekend so a lot of people were coming in from Coachella lit as hell funny story me and the co-worker there we were talking to this group of girls 
and we were telling him like basically like we can't sell you alcohol you guys are already drunk and they got mad mad because fun fact if somebody is already very clearly under the influence and you sell them alcohol and they get into a car crash or something like that it is whoever sold them the alcohol's fault because you knew they were fucked up before you sold them the liquor so that all comes like full circle which is why we wouldn't sell it to them so they took two big ass bottles of wine and quite literally smashed them on the floor in the store like i i couldn't believe it i was just like standing there like holy shit what the fuck just happened and that was my first night there yeah that was the day one that's what I ended up having to deal with. And I knew Coachella weekend was going to be crazy, but I wasn't expecting it to be like that. You know, that's like, that's like next level. If you, if, if the people listening, to, listening to this, if you guys like, if you are the people that did this, I mean, like, I understand why you were upset. You wanted some alcohol. It's Coachella weekend. Let's party. Let's get fucked up and celebrate. But these next stories that I'm going to tell on here are going to be about times that like I... I used to drink, right? I do not drink alcohol anymore, like, at all. Every now and then, I'll have a couple drinks, but, like, it's only on, like, special occasions, like, holidays. Like, I drink on Christmas. But, no, not on, um, not on a normal basis do I drink anymore. So, this story, this first story that I have for you guys is going to be about the first time that I ever got crossfaded. And I know I've told this story before on the podcast in like minor detail, but this is gonna be the whole like like week that led up to the party, the planning that went into the factors and how we managed to like finesse our way through all of it without getting like caught up, caught up. So let me take a hit for my pen and then we'll kick it off with the school week. Alright, the pen has been ingested. Now it is time to spark the pre-roll. Now, for those of you people that don't actually think I smoke on the podcast, you're terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. Oh, and there it is. And tonight... The pre-rolls that I'm smoking on are going to be those same ones I had before, the Palms pre-rolls. This like the minis. Like, I'm probably going to smoke one or two of them, like, in the next hour. So, the school week kicks off. We had already discussed this party, where it was going to be being held, who was going to be there, who was invited, and who the hell was definitely not allowed to show up. So, me and three other friends, we planned this party, right? We had a buddy of ours, this one, like, this one girl that was, like, really, really chill who's lived with her older brother. Her older brother was, like, 24, and her parents had basically, like, left the picture for reasons I will not discuss to protect this person's privacy because it's a fucked up story. All right, what what happened is really fucked up. But long story short, the brother has custody of his little sister, right? She goes to school with us. So we planned the party to be at their house. Because the brother was cool as fuck, dude. 
I bought weed off of him like a handful of times and he used to buy us liquor. Like we'd just give him the money, wait at the apartment. He'd go to the liquor store down the street and come back with our booze. Like it was like having basically like what you, what we have now for like delivery services, except we were teenagers that just wanted to get alcohol. So we ended up getting like, we, we gave him like 300 bucks and we're like, go to the liquor store, come back. We're having a party at your house this weekend. And he's like, dude, you guys are going to have a party. He's like, can I invite some of my friends too? And we're like, dude, we don't care who you invite. It's your house. But like, we all made agreements on who was not allowed in the house. So there were two friends of ours who were absolute fiends for fucking cigarettes and alcohol. And we were like, yeah, you guys, like, if you guys do show up, like, bring your own smokes. Don't be going around asking everybody, hey, can I get a smoke? Hey, can I bump a smoke? Because these particular two dudes love to smoke, but they never had cigarettes because they came from a very, like, strict family. They wouldn't smoke weed, but they would drink. And their logic was, we go to bed, we'll wake up fine, or we're the hangover, but we'll wake up. Like, for some reason, they thought that, like, weed was, like, so much worse than alcohol. In my personal opinion, I prefer weed to alcohol because I'd rather have memories of, like, my dad sitting on the couch, like... Not, not my dad in particular. My father did not drink, did not smoke, nothing. My, my, my dad did not do any of that. He was, like, pretty straight edge as far as that went. Plus, he could drink anybody I've ever met under the table, including my, like, big-ass uncle who's 6'4 and weighed, weighed, like, almost 300-something pounds. Like, drank that man under the table. It was interesting because my father was Hungarian, and, like, when he would mix drinks... I watched this man mix drinks and pour them out for everybody and then finish what was left in the fucking shaker. And what was left in the shaker was, like, literally half a beer stein worth of fucking, like, martinis. Like, he had also been a bartender at one point, so he had these little cards that had all the drink mixes written on them. I think we still have them somewhere. I think I might have them, actually. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But it has, like, over 300 drink mixes But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So. We were getting ready for this rager, right? These two friends were not allowed to be there. We also told a bunch of girls who wanted to go that like, no, 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 no. Like, we don't want to get in trouble. We don't want any like hanky panky type shit going on. We just want everybody to like relax, chill and have a good time. And it was bring your own weed. If you were going to smoke, bring your own weed. The alcohol would be there, but you had to bring your own weed and your own cigarettes and shit. So I get two packs of smokes from my older brother. We roll out to this party. Me and my two best friends at the time. Now, we brought our other good friend with us because he had never been to a house party and he just kind of wanted to kick it. Like he said he wasn't going to drink. He said he wasn't going to get too fucked up. He was just going to smoke a little bit of weed. Well, what ends up happening is we show up at the address of the day of the party, right? That that Saturday night. We had told our parents that we were staying the night at friend number three's house. Because this friend literally lived like down the street from where the party was happening. So we figured no matter how hammered we got, we could make it home before we got caught by the cops. So... We started going to this party, right? We're cracking open a few beers before everybody shows up. 
The two dudes that we had explicitly told not to show up after they caught wind of the party showed up. They brought their own cigarettes, though. They had a couple drinks, and then they left. So they dipped out before the party even started. Now, we knew, I knew that one of my buddies, one of my best friends, was a man whore. He invited a shitload of people over. A bunch of girls and shit, too, thinking, oh, maybe I'll get lucky with one of them. And... I had told I had told the girl I was dating at the time. Mind you, this is a high school relationship, so nothing like crazy serious. I had told her like, "Hey, Saturday, I'm gonna be like completely unavailable, off the books, blacklisted. Like, you know, don't go looking for me. You're not gonna find me." And I used to be that type of person because I'd be like, "I'm going to a party." I, I, I was honest because she asked, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm going to a party. Like, don't worry, I'm not gonna do anything stupid. There's just gonna be me and my buddies there." Well, it turned out that there was like 14 girls that came to the party, right? And one of them was the gossip girl of the school that we went to. So she was taking pictures, posting them on Snapchat, and then more randos started showing up. So me and my friends were like, fuck this, like, let's go outside and smoke. And we went outside, we smoked, we drank our beers. And we got a little bit crossfaded. Now, this is the first time that I had ever experimented with smoking weed and drinking at the same time so i only had one one or two beers because i told myself i'm not gonna get drunk i'm gonna be high but i'm not gonna be drunk and so that was the plan and that's what i did until i started drinking a little bit more and then i was like oh man i feel really good now and then i stood up to pee and could barely make it to the bush on the side of the house now as i'm getting up to pee we see red and blue lights start flashing from the entrance of the apartments that we're at. Me and my two friends were already outside. We run in and yell, cops are here, everybody fucking book it. Like, get the fuck out. All these people are running around. All these people are scrambling to get out of the house. Me and my three buddies start walking down the street and none of us could walk straight because we had smoked a lot of fucking butt. Right, so we all fucking, like, kind of put our arms around each other and we're walking down the sidewalk, like, arms up, like, out to the side, like a, like an airplane. Leaning on each other's shoulders, drunk, laughing. One of my buddies tripped. And we were all just having a good fucking time. Now, we make it to my buddy's front yard and we sit down and, like, the drunk feeling had kind of gone away. But I felt like I wanted to smoke more. So I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to pack a bowl. You guys want to smoke? And my buddy's like, let me go grab my bong. He comes out with his bong, right? We sit down, we pack this bowl, and we're smoking a bowl on his front porch. And we walk down the driveway to kind of peek down the street and see what's going on at the other house. And we literally see, like, a shitload of people sitting on the curb being questioned by cops. Now, the person whose house we had had the party at, him and his buddies had gone out. Literally, like, gone out to, like, go eat or some shit. Like, they left and they're like, we'll be back later tonight, like... Probably around one, one or two. Well, it was already 1245. And we saw the brother's car coming down the street and like going like up to our house. So we decided to get up and run down, flag him down. We're like, dude, park in our fucking driveway real quick. Like park here. Like you guys can smoke with us for a little bit. And he's like, why? What's happening at the house? And we were like, dude, cop showed up. Party got busted. Like, we don't know what's going on. He's like, where's my sister? And we're like, oh, she, her and her friends, like, went in and pretended to be asleep. And everybody that was outside is, like, getting caught up because they were jumping fences in front of the cops and shit. Instead of going the other way, like we did, we went down to the next exit and walked around the apartment complex to get out. So. 
this whole thing is like a complete failure. Buddy and his friends get out of the truck, smoke with us, we're all laughing, having a good time, scrolling through our phones. Well, I was scrolling through an iPod Touch, because like I've said before, I didn't have a phone until I was 19. So that's a fun experience. But finally, the cops leave. They just let everybody go, basically. And we're like, oh, well, there's nobody responsible here. So nobody's getting arrested. Like, they could have charged every single person there with, like, public intoxication. And they simply chose to not that day. Which is, like, a big step up for the cops in the place where I grew up. So... What ends up happening after that is we sit there and we're like just chilling in the front porch, right? And these cops flip a U-turn and start driving up the street towards us. So we're all like, oh, fuck. So we all go like run through the back gate and hide behind the gate from the cops, right? And the cops like stop outside my buddy's house because there's still smoke in the air. And we had taken the bong with us, thank God. So the bong wasn't on the front porch. This cop walks up and starts flashing a flashlight around. He's like, oh, I smell weed. Someone over here is smoking too. And like all this shit and like. They eventually gave up and just, I think they just assumed that it was the smell coming from the party. Because they didn't come looking for us. They didn't come knock at the door. They just kind of walked up and were like waving a flashlight around. I'm pretty sure they were looking for like a bong or a piece or some shit. And yeah, we got away with that. Now, this is the part where it gets sketchy. Because in the town where I grew up, any, any big bust was like front page news for the newspaper that like... There is a small child crying over there. Okay. That scared the hell out of me. I thought it was a ghost for a second. But, so the town that I grew up in, anything that happened was like front page news, right? And so we look at the desert sun the next day and it says party crashed at, and it says the address for the apartments. My mom saw the newspaper that day and asked us, oh, there go the sprinklers. Enjoy that background noise. So my mom sees the front page and asks us, she goes, were you boys at that party? And we were, all three of us were like, nope, we didn't go. And like in the picture, you could kind of see everybody lined up and my mom couldn't see us. So she just kind of like was like, oh man, like that was right down the street from where you boys were at. Did you hear it? Did you see what happened? And we told her, we were like, yeah, we went outside last night because there was a bunch of like red and blue lights flashing and we thought the cops were at the house, but... Nah, they were, uh, they were down the street at the apartment. We just saw everybody out on the curb. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. She goes, do you guys know any of those people at the party? We're like, yeah, like, I recognize a couple of them from school, but I don't know. We're looking at the picture for a little too long, and we come to realize, like I said, when we had walked home, there was three of us. Well, one of our buddies, the man whore buddy, thankfully not the one whose house we were staying at, the man whore friend, was in the photo at the end of the line. My mom goes, oh my God, is that? And she says his name. And we were like, oh my God, what's he doing there? She goes, did you guys know about the party? We're like, yeah, we knew there was a party, but like we didn't go. Our friend, God like praised this man's fucking good soul because he was totally like honest with, dishonest with my mom. Like he lied to my mom's face and told her that like, yeah, I went, but, like, I was on my way to stay the night with them, and, like, I just saw the party and went inside because it was people we knew, and, like, I just hung out for a bit, and I was, you know, wrong place at the wrong time, all that shit, right? My mom's like, oh, well, you know, you gotta be careful when it comes to stuff like that. The cops are always on top of that shit out here, which is true. They were. They were always on top of that shit. 
And like the few ragers that we threw, we got lucky a few times and had like two or three parties go off like without a without a single hitch. But like this party was not one of them. So my next crossfaded story, all right, is actually going to be about the aftermath of a Coachella fest. Now, the aftermath of this particular Coachella was like my second time going and we had bought tickets, camped out, had a great time. It was awesome. But like we were staying pretty sober this weekend. So I really, really wanted to smoke after we got like, after we got out of Coachella. Like I really wanted to smoke. I was like, dude, I'm like fucking like jonesing for a joint right now. Like let's fucking roll one up and smoke. So we go to one of of my buddy's houses, right? We roll up, we're smoking, and, like, he brings out, like, fucking three cases of beer and, like, some bottles and shit from his truck. And he was like, dude, I got these from the festival. I was just started yoinking stuff that I saw laying around. Nobody said anything to me about it, man, but, like, we got bottles for days. So we decided to crack open a few drinks. Now... This was the same friend from, like, the last last episode or two episodes ago that I told you about had the really tiny room. Well, he had just been upgraded to, like, the biggest bedroom I've ever been in. Like, this dude's bedroom went, like, was, like, as big as a garage because it used to be a garage before it was connected to the main house, insulated, and, like, they took out the garage door and put in a sliding glass door. And this sliding glass door had access to the back gate. And so, like... It was a weird garage because it was a gate in the front that you had to open and then drive into the driveway. Then there was the garage, which was now my buddy's room with the sliding glass door. So we now had our own access in and out of the house. Right? And his mom didn't put a key lock on the gate like she used to. She put a padlock and gave us the code. So now, like, sneaking out was not even an issue. Like, we would just go. And... There was one night that we snuck out. And it was this night, right? This night, after we'd been drinking and smoked a single joint, we decided to go for what we used to call, like, a blunt walk. Where my one friend who could roll really nice blunts out of swishers would roll up. And then he, we would just go for a walk, smoke the blunt, walk around the neighborhood a couple times and come back. Everything was usually good. If cops, like, if we saw a cop car or something, like, we would, like, light cigarettes and, like, put out the blunt on a tree or something and all the sidewalks right there had bushes next to them so we'd kind of like whoever had the blunt would like go hide behind a bush or some shit and we'd just wait or the cops would like just drive right past us and not even bat an eye so most of the time it was like just whatever but this particular night I was really tipsy like I could not walk straight and we were smoking a blunt and like my world kind of started like every time I stepped left and right, my world was shifting left and right. And it was driving me fucking crazy, right? And then like, we started smoking more and smoking more. We rolled another blunt, like literally stopped at a bus stop late as fuck at night, rolled a blunt and smoked it on the way back to my buddy's house after hitting up Circle K to get our sodas. So we're walking back to my buddy's house And I just get, like, sick as a dog. Like, I start throwing up like crazy. 
like I, I can't focus on like the sidewalk in front of my eyes. Like everything just looks like it's fucking like like my death perception was off. So everything was either really, really close or really, really far away. And it kept shifting like that, like closer and then further away. And so what ends up happening is I'm too fucked up, dude. We finally get back to his house and I'm laying in the fucking like on the couch in his room, just like fuck, staring up at the state, like up at the ceiling. And like, finally, like I leveled out a bit after chugging a monster and drinking like, like, I don't know why my friend had this thing. We had like the soda stream machine in his room. We could make our own sodas. So we just fill it up out of like the kitchen sink. And then we'd come in and you put the flavor in and then you carbonate the water and it makes you a soda that tastes pretty close to the real thing. Back when it actually was decent. So I sat there and drank an entire one liter bottle of the monster energy clone that they had. And it was actually pretty good because it peaked me up like really, really good. And then I just drank like I went and rinsed out my bottle because I had my own bottle at my buddy's house because I basically lived there during the summertime. So I come back after chugging like a bottle and a half of straight up water. And then I made myself like the Mountain Dew clone and the sugar in that like brought me back to life. I was feeling okay. But like, oh man, we ended up smoking more after that too. We went in the backyard and we're smoking out of the bong. And my buddy's like, we gotta be quiet, man. We can't wake up my mom, man. We can't wake up my mom, man. And when I tell you these were the loudest bong rips ever, there should have been more water in it, but, like, it was literally, like, like, insanely fucking loud, dude. It was terrible to the point that, like, we were like, yeah, we're definitely going to get caught. We saw the light turn on in his mom's room. We all went back inside. He hid the bong in the usual hiding spot, which in this room was, like, there was a corner of the ceiling that had this, like, Look, you could tell there used to be, like, overhead storage in this garage. And there was a little corner of the ceiling that, like, had this extra panel on it that we discovered on accident. And, like, we discovered on accident, meaning, like, my buddy had, like, like was, like, doing this. He actually helped rebuild this room. So he put the panel there, lifts up the panel, puts the bong up there with the bag of weed, pulls the panel back down. And when the panel was down, you could not tell on the edges. Like, it was really clean cut. The only thing that marked the panel was this little, like, this, like, thumb thumbnail size Sharpie dot. All right, if you could imagine that, it was a Sharpie dot where you would push up. So that's how we opened, the, like, the panel. And that's why this friend's house was the house that we, like, would stash all of our shit. So his mom comes in the room. And we're all sitting there, very obviously, like, under the influence, stoned. And she goes, boys, are you okay? I heard everybody was outside. She was super tired. She was super drunk. This is the friend whose mom used to drink. We're like, oh, we're okay. We're fine. Everything's fine. We're good. We're good, mom. Like, And we still had like two Costco pizzas. So I reach over and start eating pizza. Like everything is good. His mom goes back to bed. We go out and finish the bong. And then we fucking, I remember like not being able to fall asleep at first. And then I just fucking died like I hit the fucking bed and was like I'm out like I I I I did not wake up all right and thank god I was spending a few days at this friend's house 
Because if my parents had told me I needed to be home at 10 o'clock in the morning, which was their favorite fucking time, I would have been way too fucked up still because I was like, not hungover, but super fucking groggy, dude. Like my head didn't really hurt, but it was like, it felt like when you're about to get a headache. So I immediately took like two ibuprofen, sat down, told my buddy how I was feeling. We went outside, went for a walk. I smoked a cigarette and like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I threw up like once or twice and then I was perfect. Like after that, I was perfectly good. Everything was fine. But we had fucked up. We had left one of the liquor bottles sitting in the kitchen, along with half a bottle of the wine, which was a rosé. Very tasty. Kind of fruity. But you know what? It was stolen. So yeah. And our friend's mom comes out and goes, where did this come from? Whose is this? And we tell her, we're like, oh, you brought that home with you last night when you brought the pizza home. You said it was a new wine that you wanted to try. And that the whiskey, that's been here for a while. Maybe you came out and had a bit of whiskey last night after you had your vodkas. Because she used to drink screwdrivers all the time. But occasionally she would drink other things, like take shots or sip whiskeys. Like. So, yeah, it was a great time had by all. And she goes, I don't remember that, but oh, well, okay, all right. And she goes about her day, leaves, we're at the house by ourselves, so we decide to go out and smoke, go for a little bike ride down to the convenience store, get ourselves, like, some snacks with the money she left us for food. Then we hit the Burger King, got some burgers, hung out, went back to my buddy's house, and just had a whole day filled with, like, smoking weed and playing Call of Duty. I remember at this time too was like, I believe this is when the first Dark Souls game came out or some similar game because it was like a fantasy RPG that we were playing and like we were taking turns every time we died. So that was fun. But like, man, I, at this point in time, I used to play games on my buddy's DS. Well, three, it was like a uh, 3DS at the time, I think it was. So we were playing games on the fucking Nintendos. We were having fun, chilling. I was playing League of Legends on his MacBook while he was playing the fucking RPG game. Then we switched over to Call of Duty. We were playing Sticks and Stones and Split Screen. You guys remember Split Screen? If you remember Split Screen, subscribe to the pod or follow the podcast. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you remember Split Screen Couch Gaming. So that was a fun-ass weekend. But anyways, guys, remember, stay high, stay lifted, stay awesome. And don't get caught. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Stone Thoughts Podcast. Take it easy. Good night.